This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The bear spray, which I've learned is less potent than pepper spray. Really? So That's good yeah. to know. Really? Why do we use the that. weaker stuff on bears? Because you don't want to injure a bear. You just want to scare the bear. But also I want to injure a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get In not moment, wanting like, to. I get right. it from a PETA perspective. <laughs> sure. But not from a I don't want to die perspective. The way my dad told me is that they didn't want blind bears running around the forest, so they <laughs> they decreased oh, yeah. the potency. I believe you because you're from Montana. <laughs> yeah. So you would if anyone would know, it's definitely you. Two, three, four. Podcast for making a podcast about thirty rock. Podcast. We're making a podcast about Thirty Rock. We're calling it Talk Thirty to Me. It is great. Hey guys, it's Kelsey. I'm Kimmy, and this is Talk Thirty Rock to Me, a podcast all about Thirty Rock, funny people, Tina Fey, you see Bloss, and we say, what are we about? And we say, and we say, and we say. Oh my goodness, no! Uh, this is our. <laughs> we talk about comedy and other silly things. We do. And basically, it's our chance just to talk about Thirty Rock to each other and other people that we think are interesting. So absolutely, pretty simple to the yeah. point. Um, we're also back from break, and it's very clear. We are, resting. yeah. This is the second episode you're hearing since we got back from break, but it is our first episode where we're recording. Thank you for explaining that because I forgot that. <laughs> so just be aware of that. Um, we're happy to be back. We're gonna get us in the flow of things. It's we're gonna, gonna be, be like great. really warmed up by the first episode know, they're gonna, gonna hear. I know we're, we're recording these all out of order, so we're gonna be like, wow, they're coming in strong, and then yeah. they're like, why are they slowly dwindling in energy as I listen to these? <laughs> it's gonna be very. Although by the time we get to the third episode, we might just be really tired. <laughs> we'll see how this goes, but we're happy and excited to get back to mm. finish off the second half of season four so uh, kelsey but, yeah tell us about all the things that come with being a boardwalk <laughs> audio podcast because so, i w- can't <laughs> if you like to support us and like to buy things we have a great way you can do that if you buy stuff specifically on amazon go to boardwalkaudio.com slash talk 30 rock to me click on support our artists why i have not done this in a while and it'll take you to amazon it'll look like something you probably use all the time and you can buy stuff there and you buy stuff we get a kickback from it it's kind of cool it's great recently Oh, no. I, okay. Buy? Have you ever heard of the treasure truck? The Amazon treasure truck. We also have a guest here and he can speak in. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. No, sorry. No, Hi, I have Nick. Not. <laughs> Silence. We just, just kept looking I at know, him. I know. I know. I know. he was like, I forget. We, do I speak? We have the lovely Nick Astor. We're going intro to intro him later. But first, we're going to talk about Amazon. What is the treasure truck? So Kelsey? the treasure truck is this thing that you sign up to get alerts and you get an alert saying on the treasure truck today, there's, I don't know. I can't give you any examples. It's like what Uber was like ice cream, but then. 100%. So you get this text saying like, hey, we have, I don't know, a computer for you. That's not what they have. We have a computer and it's 30% off today. Uh, click this to claim your computer. And so you click it and claim it and you see, and it'll show you where the treasure truck physically will arrive throughout the day. And it's like all the ones in Southern California. And it'll be like, all right, this one will be here from noon to one thirty, And it'll be at this location from one thirty to 3. Nick's mouth is open. This is my favorite thing. So my you have so much joy. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm like, so it's like a storefront that moves and you still have to go. But okay. you have to catch it. It's like you're catch- yeah, literally yeah, yeah. catching so you the have deal. To, you have to go and get your thing. And if you miss it, they tell you like, well, tell us ahead of time because we'll let somebody else claim it then. Because like you have an hour and a half to get it and that's it. So my boss has but, been doing this forever. And like literally sale like they're cheaper it's cheaper than the normal i was like what's the what's what do i want and and sometimes it's literally like uh 
not like like pot roast or or pork chops or something that it's like you're gonna get three pounds of this or what? Like my boss does that all the time where he's like, I oh, know what we're doing. Wait, Amazon tonight. is selling meat. Yeah, so they're connected with Whole Foods. And like oh, Amazon oh, sure, okay, all right. <laughs> so like you get a text that says, "Hey, do this," and so you click the link, you claim it's it. It's packaged in China. It's yeah, that's why I was very confused. <laughs> And it shows up. So these trucks show up, and it looks like a freaking circus, like just what the truck looks like. And there's bright lights on the outside and all this stuff. All this to say, so I get. Uh, are you? What are you? Oh, the circus, the circus song, song. Yeah. I was like, what is I was trying to. I was trying to create ambiance. No, I, I got it. So it like, work? I got a text this past Thursday. That's not a fun one. Oh well, okay. Uh, today on the treasure truck, two pack TP Link smart plugs, just thirty four dollars, thirty percent off, or like. Uh, before Christmas today on the treasure eight to nine pound bone-in prime rib wrist $88 wait wait I don't think you said that correctly <laughs> what did I say prime rib roast <laughs> <laughs> prime robe wrist <laughs> <laughs> my bad sorry <laughs> so a couple of weeks so ago great that's the best thing that's ever happened on this podcast <laughs> and I didn't even realize what I said <laughs> it was the obliviousness that's so yeah. I'm like and <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago I get a text that says Today on the treasure truck, Star Wars Droid Inventor by Little Bits, $59 or 40% off. So I said, yes, please. Kind of like Amy Poehler's book. And it was like, <laughs> all right, I got to choose where it said. I said the Laguna Woods Whole Foods. I got there and I got a freaking, it's 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 literally R2-D2. And he's probably about a foot, foot and a half tall. Dang, and so I had tall. to make it. And it's now sitting on my dresser. And then there's an app that you use the app to make it. And then I can literally have on the ground and I can make it like go forward, turn sideways. Right? And you, there's like little adapters. I can put a pen in his hand and make him draw on the ground. Oh. It is so cool. Um, but now I don't know what to do with an edge of an R2-D2 on my dresser. But that was from Amazon. Everybody sign up for the treasure truck in your local area because you get texts in the middle of the day. And it's kind of awesome. That's amazing. I've yeah. never heard of that. It's fascinating. So, well, it's because I saw I was in L.A. for work and I was like I was in downtown and I saw the truck and I was like, what the heck is this? And then literally the next day, my boss was like, have you heard of the treasure truck? I'm like, no, but I saw it. But like, literally, that's what the... I just... What? Yeah. I, it's amazing. And it lights up. There's light. Like, it's so freaking cool. That's my little R2-D2. What thing. a steal. We're slowly becoming an Amazon branded podcast. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. <laughs> Money, <I>, please. Right. <laughs> 100%. Please, Amazon. I love Amazon. I... Man. Oh, I signed up for Amazon. I was, the world. Have you ever been just like super lazy and you're like, I need one of the services that's going to send me whatever the heck I want right now? No? Cool. Just me? So, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, it was... Like a Saturday night. It was a Saturday evening, and I was like, I need to go grocery shopping tomorrow. I don't have time tomorrow, and I really don't want to go to the grocery store. And so I was like, Amazon Prime Fresh. And so I signed up for it because you get a month free at first. So I signed up, placed an order for food, and then canceled my account. And then the next day, I had like nine bags of groceries on my front porch. Um, And it was kind of awesome and amazing. And all the food was free? Oh, no, you had to pay for it. It's like going to the grocery store. Oh, but like the delivery was free. Yeah, I think for like the first time it was or whatever. Okay. Um, Yeah, and then like last night's, I really wanted... Never mind, that's a whole other story. (laughs) Anyways, we're here to talk about 30 30 Rock. Rock. Also, rate, subscribe, listen, all that good stuff. Talk 30 Rock to me, find us. Please subscribe. That's nice of you. Um, Also, I guess shop at Amazon. I'm so morally (laughs) conflicted by every time we do this, but it's fine. (laughs) The treasure truck is like a fun service, you know? That's nice. It's very positive. It's kind of fun. I appreciate it. Although that didn't actually use our link because you had to use their link to do it. So that was a bad (laughs) plug a little bit. But also, I have a freaking R2-D2 in my bedroom Stop confusing the listeners. They're they're super nice, but... (laughs) 
Well, we have a guest. We and do. He's really lovely. He's a good friend of mine. He is also the boyfriend of a past guest. This is Nick Gast. Hi, Nick. Hello. Hello. Nick, welcome, welcome, welcome. Nick and I know each other from the Nerd Melt. We're basically half of this podcast guest is just Nerd Melt people. It's and true. I've definitely That's had great. a couple of the Nerd Melt people be like, oh, you haven't had me on. And I'm <laughs> like, it's coming to you. Trust me. It's coming. <laughs> I will have everyone from Nerd Melt on this podcast. Um, but Nick and I have been friends for a while and he's the coolest. Yeah. And he loves 30 Rock. I we do. learned that when Loretta was on. There was <laughs> possibly some contention over the fact that Loretta, the non 30 Rock fan, was on first. I'm a terrible Oh, fan. there was no there was no contention. Okay. There can be contention. I, I it's fine. It there adds to the drama. I was actually glad because she's never taken uh, much of an interest in watching uh, it. So I was like, Yes, we get to watch Thirty <laughs> Rock episode. She's gonna pay attention. Well, she's she, gonna take she watched notes. all of season four, if I remember correctly, right? She like she watched we, yeah, the preamble. We started, yeah. We started yeah. at the beginning of season four. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Has yeah. she continued watching? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Tell you what, you, if there's an episode you want, like just hit us up. We'll get her. We'll bring her back on. Oh, that's a great Loretta, idea. I need you to come. We need a guest for this episode. Just once a season, but make it towards the end that's of the season, right. and we'll have to watch we everything leading up to it. I know we're joking, but I'm one. very set on doing <laughs> yeah. this because you're my friend, and I want to help you. Thank so, you. All right, we'll do this. I, I like mean, she this. watches when I watch. It's not like she doesn't like the show. She's an excellent person and a supportive person. So we add Nick as a third co-host. Like she will just have to watch every single yeah. episode. I'll just sit off into the side and yell things. <laughs> I don't need a microphone or anything. Like, I idea, like this plan. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I like this plan a lot. We'll work on this. But I'm joking, but we should just have Loretta on the end of each season and just be like, did you watch the whole season to get to here? We're like, you were so funny the first time you were on. We need to have you on every... She was oh, this funny. is a great I mean, idea. Was really Why great. are we recording this? Because she could <laughs> hear so this and the whole plan is shot. <laughs> it's true. Loretta, I hope you cl- closed your ears five minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now you're back. Great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we always ask each of our guests mm-hmm. what their meet cute was with 30 Rock. So... We've obviously learned this is not the first time you've ever watched 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. What is your history, your love story with 30 Rock? Because it's a love story. It is a love story. Um, I think it, it... My dad and I used to watch like the NBC Thursday Night Comedies all the time. Oh, your dad's so cool. I know. And uh, when 30 Rock started, we just it just slid into the rotation. And it was like the first show um that I felt cool watching like I felt like it was there was like a little bit of an edge to it instead of like the typical sitcom fair and mm-hmm. um it was cool that my dad and I would laugh at the same parts and I actually have like very specific memories of watching this episode Aww. of my dad yay um and also <laughs> the the one joke that always sticks out in my mind that my dad loved the most was when uh, they're trying to redesign the microwave and they end up accidentally designing a Pontiac Aztec. Uh-huh. My dad like had to leave the room. He was <laughs> laughing so hard. Um, I have such great memories of that. So it was. It's the way Baldwin delivers. It's like we've we've invented the Pontiac Aztec. Like, yeah. So just like sad as yeah. he realizes it. Couplers. Uh, <laughs> And that was such an awful, like my, my dad and I would make fun of that car on the road already and like yep. make fun of like PT Cruisers and like okay, that whole. Okay, legit, true story. So my mom had a PT Cruiser. Amazing. At the time that the Aztec <laughs> came out, and I think I mentioned this on the episode, but my mom was on like a PT Cruiser forum. Like it was for all PT Cruiser, <laughs> but they would all call the Aztec the Aztec. Like that was their, like they all hated the Aztec yeah. too. And I remember that was a surprise on Survivor that season too. One of the, like for one of the rewards, you got an Aztec and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing that's so lovely though yeah. that you watched this with your dad yeah I, I think it came on like sort of the tail end of like my mid to tail end of my high school career so it was like carried me into college and then I made friends at college we would all like have people over on Thursday nights yes. and watch the whole lineup mm-hmm. together and um 
it just kind of like saw me through my formative years sort of mm-hmm. and really colored the way I viewed television and the world and made me a huge fan of Tina Fey and all those people. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, you said that it makes me go, what would be the worst show to someone be like, well, this was really formative to me in my years? And you're <laughs> sure. like, ooh. Uh, like, I'm trying to think what would the worst show somebody could mention. Like, this really formed me who I was. But I feel like we're, I, first of all, I mean, I'm willing to have this conversation. Yeah. But I think we're going to be drawing some real stark lines in the sand. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like, ooh. Because someone, someone out there is like going to be like, wait a minute. I loved Mad About You or something like that. Which I'm not saying Mad yeah. About You. There's got to be show. at least I one I think you could maybe say like, I love Always Sunny. But if that colored the way you saw the world oh, yeah. maybe you yeah. would not be a great that's, person that's, that's it's still fair. a lovely tv show that's a kind yeah. that's a kind yeah, that's a, yeah. it's good. one of my favorite shows it's one of mine too it's one of my favorite shows because they're so terrible yep yeah all right oh fair my enough gosh. i loved it i was just watching the megan gans episode where uh the valentine's day one have you watched it in season 12 no i haven't seen season that season 12 was really great and they brought in megan gans do you guys know who megan yeah gans she's is? incredible talk about stuff with megan gans from this week oh, oh i did see that that was really intense but well handled that really the tail the audio. Whew. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. It's been a dramatic week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't necessarily have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But, oh but I was just watching her episode where she, um, uh, what was it? She, it was the Valentine's day and it's just like a bottle episode where the, it's like almost a one shot, the whole thing. And it basically just ends with Dennis being furious that no one ever gets him a Valentine. <laughs> and then it ends. It's also, okay. I'm going to make it. Can I give a slight spoiler? Absolutely. To the yeah. It's always sunny. If you uh, watch always sunny listening, um, you're surprised cause it's a 30 rock podcast, but I'm doing this <laughs> anyway. Get 15 um, seconds. Mac is finally realizing he's gay and he's falling in love with Dennis and it's the <laughs> best. And so he gets Dennis a rocket launcher for, valentine's day and dennis <laughs> cries and it's so oh. funny but i'm just so fascinated by the show that's been so like like just like the same mm-hmm. and this past season mac finally was like i guess i'm gay now so season 12 is the newest season the newest season. okay and that's incredible and got two more seasons coming they're writing it right now so i'm very what a powerhouse of a show i can't get over how good it is yeah. i watch it so much and they at I think for season twelve maybe they brought in Britannic, who were some of my favorite oh, performers, and right. then they got SNL. poached by SNL. Yeah, I always for years I thought Britannic. One of the last names of Britannic is McElhaney, but they spell it different than Rob. But yep. I was like, oh, it's his brother. I for, as soon I as they got hired, it. I was like, oh my god, they have to be cousins or something. Exactly, it's insane. they're yeah. not. It's so strange. <laughs> mm-hmm. But well, it's always sunny. It's a great show. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to answer your question. What other yeah, non Thirty funny, Rock great shows can right. we talk about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's pretty much what half this podcast is anyway. <laughs> so what about Thirty Rock? So obviously you have these really fond memories watching with your father. Mm-hmm. I do too. My father, the episode that made him cry laughing was the uh, Habsburg Prince one, mm-hmm. which we've discussed. Black oh, tie. Yeah. But there's something about my there's something about really terrible physical humor that kills my father. And mm-hmm. so watching, um, watching. Paul, what Peter Paul Rubens or whatever yep. his name is, uh, do the House of Prince. My father cried; it was great. <laughs> but um, what about the show in particular that like, stands out to you, speaks to you? Because obviously it was uh, we it was pretty not revolution, but it was incredibly unique in its time. Mm-hmm. The joke per minute content, all that yep. stuff. But like, what about the show made it pop for you and really speak to you? I don't know if I have anything too insightful to say, but it's like yeah, the joke density is mm-hmm. so incredible, and I I had previously fallen in love with Arrested Development before I saw 30 Rock Mm -hmm. and the self like the meta self-referencing jokes I mean there's even a couple in this episode it's like within episodes within seasons within the whole series and they keep referencing Mm -hmm. um, weird and it's like because of the joke density you can miss it and I just love the rewatchability of something like that yeah I mean, I think your guys' podcast speaks to that. You know, yeah. obviously, we've all seen episodes a million times mm-hmm. and million always find times. something new. And Every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I That's what I really love is just being able to 
constantly kind of be surprised and also grow up with it because yeah. I'm understanding jokes and seeing things that I would have wouldn't have seen or understood mm-hmm. five years ago. That's what I like about it. I like it. It's fun yeah. to see how the show changes too. Mm-hmm. It is really intriguing to me that NBC is talking about bringing Matt. I think they are bringing back yeah. Matt about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this is one of the ones that gets talked about in like think pieces is coming back. I would love to actually see how this one would deal with the current climate, but I feel like they could, they could do like a special or like okay, a special a year. That. So real talk. If I'm like, if we can jump straight into 3030, somebody last night, somebody last night, hang on a second. And I was like, I might be talking about this on our podcast tomorrow. So, um, if I'd remember the person's name off the top of my head, that would have been a lot better. Well, what is the thing that you're so looking for? Alyssa Rosenberg, who she's, at Washington Post. Um, she did the post. The post. <gasps> the post. Wow. Also, guys, that movie's dope. She it's such a good movie. Gotta Meryl see it. Streep, like <laughs> I mean, anything she's in. <laughs> and Tom Hanks, the two of them together. America's Sweethearts. <laughs> guys, it's so good. I like I was like real emotional after it. Really? I love I really liked it. I mean, it's like Spielberg, so he's just like playing to all the feels. Wait, sure. Uh, the Post. It's about oh, the Washington Post. I haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's not out yet, I don't think, right? It is out it's in, yeah. like, it's limited release, but that means it's probably just LA and New York, so I don't think it's made Okay, a lot yet. of the limited release stuff, they end up being at the theater right by my house. The Irvine one? I don't live in Irvine anymore. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Alyssa, you know Tell us know. where exactly you live. <laughs> right. Um, know, what did Alyssa Rose so Alyssa, She said, she's like, guys, Matt Gertz and I just spent all dinner plotting a 30 Rock spinoff about Jack Donaghy in the Trump era, so of course we have to rewatch the show from the beginning. And so I might end up cutting this out. This might be funny. But uh, there's no way Jack voted for Evan McMullen or Hillary. So I assume he ends at the mastermind behind Trump's business council. Jared Kushner becomes the new Devin Banks, except not gay. And he and Jack engage in a fiery rivalry. Steve Bannon's two-shirt look turns out to be the kryptonite to Jack's tuxedos. Uh, Matt Gertz's brilliant suggestion. Jenna tries to seduce Don Jr. Tracy joins the Black Crusaders. Liz knits pussy hats full-time and opens a very <laughs> successful Etsy store. Sari becomes best friends with Ivanka Trump, obviously. Obvi. Frank has a successful podcast. He occasionally feuds with the dudes from Chapo. I don't know what that is. Grizzin.com end up selling successful indie sitcom to FX. I cannot bear to think that anything <laughs> bad happens to Grizzin.com. No. <laughs> they should Trump, have all the love of the world. Absolutely. <laughs> Baron Trump enters the NBC page program. Kenneth spots something in him that Baron's father never did. Uh, per, oh, my God. Per someone else's suggestion, Dennis is running something, probably the Department of Housing and Urban Development. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. And as Matt Gertz points out, Sari marries Steve. Uh, I'm going to pronounce his last Munchen. Manuchin. There we go. I'm all, yeah. Where did the end go? And Steven. <laughs> did yeah. she break up with the Somali pirate? Probably. Mm, <laughs> yeah, because I thought that was really funny. That's oh incredible. Gosh, and that's I amazing. love the idea of just like the entire White House running off of beepers. That totally makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> that's a, that would 100% <laughs> yeah, That would absolutely be happening with Dennis. <laughs> totally uh, would be he would get along with them so well. Yeah. Oh, goodness. That was a great. Run down. That's a, really a good, good pitch. Yeah. I forgot that that happened last night, and I was like, "Oh, thirty, <laughs> thirty. <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Allison Rosen. Now I want. I desperately want that. Yeah, you're right. I would say special. I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens. So maybe here's hoping. You never know. I know it'd be really, really. I interesting. saw an interview of Aaron Sorkin, and somebody asked him, like, "Would you bring back the West Wing?" And he basically said yes. And I was like, 
Please. Kelsey then wept for 10 hours. Yeah. Basically, basically. It's all right. Yesterday, they announced the Fly the Conquerors have a new comedy special. I saw that. I, I actually started pounding on my desk at work. And a coworker <laughs> was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, Flight of the Conquerors special. She's like, why do you care? And I'm like, there hasn't been anything in eight years. Eight years I've been waiting. And you've seen them twice, three times. Them every time they come to yeah, LA, yeah, I see yeah. them. You see them constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, constantly. constantly. I see them constantly. <laughs> also, they're making it what we do in the shadows TV show. Whatever. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's great. Um, okay, so what was I gonna say? So here's I'm gonna do one more thirty thirty yeah, bit, which do. isn't more. It's more conversation. We talk. This has a James. This is a James Franco episode of yep. Thirty Rock. Let's talk. I haven't seen the Disaster Artist. Have you guys seen it? No, I've I been. Saw it. It's I've okay. Been fail- I have movie pass. I love the room. Yeah, I lo- exactly. How, so you had your movie pass before I did. I've probably seen more movies. No, you have. I haven't been going to the movies very much. And when I did, I went to the movies this week. I saw Phantom Thread at the ArcLight. So like, what am I was doing? That right. Good. That did not look interesting. I to loved me. it. Oh. But it's a whole other conversation, and okay. I would yeah. not recommend it to you. Um, <laughs> she knows me. That's well done. No, you're gonna be like, why? I've actually. Long story for you, but we'll get Fair to that. Um, but the disaster artist, what were your thoughts on that? So I've never seen the room. Oh, okay. what prob- are you doing? <laughs> I've heard. I've heard no, you don't need to. No, to no, enjoy no, the no, movie. no, 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 Nick, Nick. <laughs> okay, this is the woman who's like, I can't watch something without watching the first three seasons. <laughs> 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 Order sequentially. She like loses her shit. When I'm like, can I just show you this one episode of Rick and Morty? She's like, I have to start from the beginning. Yeah. And I'm wow. like, but the beginning okay. is good. She's like, I have to start from the beginning. <laughs> and so this woman true. walks in blind to the disaster artist. Yeah, yeah. Dear God. I know. All right, sorry. You have a very reasonable understanding, and you're right. But this is an affront <laughs> yeah. to our no, friendship. No, I completely understand. Kelsey just changed on me, and I, I did. like it. I did. This is what happens when like I haven't recorded in six weeks. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting. It was really funny. Um, and it was, I knew going in that it was very true to what, from what everything I'd read and stuff, that it was very true to what the real situation was with a couple of, you know, differences. And I, uh, my favorite part was at the end, though, where it literally showed the side-by-side comparison to this, the disaster artist versus the actual room and just oh, the same how stuff, yeah. detailed it was. Mm-hmm. I really, really appreciated that. Um, and it was it was just funny and crazy and um, I forgot I really like Dave Franco. He is very charming and married to our beloved Allison Brie. So yes. yeah, I was like, oh, he's kind of adorable a little bit. Uh, he was supposed to be the adorable character in that. So uh, yeah, or a reasonably adorable. I do. I also find him very likable, but I feel like he is the same. He has one acting gear. Mm. He's always that same kind of like likable, handsome, nice guy. He's got very kind eyes. Was he in Scrubs interns as well? Yes, he was. Okay, he was. I yeah. think oh, about that sometimes. I forgot How old about is he? That. I always think he's perpetually twenty-seven. Yeah, he must he be like 27 early thirties, right? Early mid thirties. Yeah. How old's Allison Brie? Because I think they went to college early together. Early mid thirties. Oh, really? That's yeah. so cute. That's adorable. I like that even more. I want this podcast just to be us talking about cute comedy yeah, couples. That might. <laughs> How did That's they great. Meet? Let's do it. Yeah. How, was it funny? Um. <laughs> anyway, but what was their meet cute? What was their meet cute? Okay, hold up. Okay, wait. cool. So it was good. Oh, this is interesting. they Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Wow, okay. younger than I ex- expected because he's been around for a while. He has, yeah. But you know, also he could have started at twenty-four, like most people mm-hmm. do. And right. Just, that's when I would have seen him. But uh, but yeah, it was. I'm like, if somebody goes in thinking if. I don't think my parents would enjoy it. <laughs> what? You have to be somebody, I, I think, who... The en- older generation would not enjoy the room or anything Shocking, ad- right? <laughs> adjusted to it? Like, I think you have to be somebody who enjoys the behind-the-scenes of stuff a lot, I think, mm-hmm. to really... Or appreciate, appreciate, appreciates, appreciate stuff that is so bad it's good, because that's, I think, how the room is. Mm-hmm. What I've gathered. 
No, it looked really good. I really want to see it. Uh, there's so many good cameos and whatnot in it. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't gotten. Oh to yeah, it I'm yet. pretty sure that was going to be one of my thirties. Thirties, because there's definitely at least one or two people in it that I'm like. Oh, there's a bunch rock. of thirty rock people in it. I think yeah. Paula Pell even at one point. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. And um, how was Franco's performance? Because that's the thing people are talking about. I know oh there was, yeah. Like, a talk about he an Oscar was, push that's not really happening. But he was great. He it like it's it's always interesting when you're watching. Like I know that's James Franco, and you have to like, is that James? It, okay, it is James Franco, sort of a thing. Um, just because he looked so much like his character, but also just keeping in character, obviously during the um, during the movie. But I heard he stayed in character a lot outside of when they were filming. So That's regular great. Daniel Day Lewis, that man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, no, he did. He did great. They all did, and I I love like him and Seth Rogen's like bromance thing going on. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, side note: Did you see him, James Franco, when he showed up at Riot Fest? No. Oh, there was a moment where I was working outdoor when I was working at Riot uh, about a year ago, actually. I think this weekend is when <laughs> Riot was. Whoa. Wow. So much time. But I, w- I was sitting outside with Megan. We we're doing tickets. And I just look and I just see James Franco. And it's like this thing where everyone just suddenly stopped. And, w- and like no one was being cool. We just all stopped and watched James Franco walk <laughs> through with sure. two women. And it was just like, and it was that alley. It was one alley. Mm-hmm. He was just going through it. And everyone just watched James Franco walk through. And was like, what show is he going to? I was to? just going to say, do you know where he was going? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. He went, I think, into Todd Berry. I think the Todd Berry does okay. crowd work. Not to- yeah, Todd Berry does crowd work, I think, is the mm-hmm. show he ended up going into, uh, which makes sense. That show was the talk of the town that weekend. <laughs> but um, it was very entertaining seeing him. But it's just, it cracks me up because in this episode, it's James Franco starring as James Franco. I love that. Like, yeah. he is playing. Sometimes they the do that, line. sometimes they don't in 30 Rock, which is just kind of interesting. It's mm-hmm. true, but in particular... But there's a certain uh, this version about, of James Franco. There's something about the way James Franco is James Franco, where I feel like that's what he's doing in real life too a lot of the time. Yeah. Right. I just find him so fascinating in this. He's also very pale. I know that's not knocking him. <laughs> I just was, I, I just rewatched some of the original Spider-Man, and I was like, oh yeah, he used to be this way too. Yeah. Normal. Oh my cute. god. It I is strange to. Oh crap! I forgot mm-hmm. about that. None of this is also a criticism. All of this I celebrate about Franco. But yeah. he's just so weirdly fascinating that he used to be like the cute jock. And now he's like this strange, tortured artist who looks like he hasn't been in the sun in six months. Right. He looks a lot like a vampire in Twilight in this one. <laughs> There's a new movie coming out that's called Midnight Sun. That's not Twilight related, but it's the, gr- uh, the girl can't go out in the sun. It's the whole story about that. Is that the story? She just can't go in the sun? No, she's like a disease. That, like, I mean, no, I've, yeah. oh. I've seen Extreme Makeover Home House Edition. That's an <laughs> issue they've dealt with. I know that it's a thing. Also, if you've read Lurleen McDaniel books and you're a little, no, just me. All right, cool. There's a whole first story about that in one of them, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Do you want to get into this episode? Because people are going to complain. Kelsey, take us through Klaus and Greta. All right, we are on season four, episode nine. Greta and Klaus. Is it Greta and Klaus or Klaus? And I wrote Gre- Greta and Klaus. Klaus and Greta, I think. I think it's Klaus oh, and my Greta. My bad. Sorry, y'all. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure my boss has cats' names. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. You're working in the right place. I know. It's oh, really great. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it should be because of 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, air date was January 14th, 2010. Director was Gil Mancuso and writer was Mr. Robert Carlock. Um, my recap is that after accidentally outing her cousin at a family party, Liz's cousin Randy comes to experience life as an out and proud man in New York. Jenna enters a relationship of sorts with James Franco, and Jack brings Kenneth along to erase a message he toxically, toxically left for Nancy. A, you're just the queen of the recast. That's beautiful, Kels. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, what was really fun is I started this episode, and they're like, oh, my cousin. And literally, she said, I'm like, 
wait, before they showed him, like, is that the kid from Surge Party? Yep. And they showed him, like, it's the kid from Surge Party. Yep. What is that actor's name? Jeffrey Self. Jeffrey Self. He's yep. so good on Surge Party, too. He's great. He's so funny. I love it. Yeah. I, I, when I saw him pop up on Search Party, I was like, it's Liz's cousin. Like, I was so excited. Yeah. Randy Lemon, which I love the name Randy always anyway. I know. So I love that his name was Randy Lemon. <laughs> um, but I was just excited because I'm like, oh, because John, obviously on Search Party, he's dating John Early's character, Elliot. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. John Early was also on 30 Rock. This is very fun. Incredible. I very much enjoy it. So um, that was beautiful. Kelsey, which, how do you want to approach this? Where should we start? Um, let's talk about the Liz Randy storyline. Oh, gosh. I, I love this. <laughs> I just love it so much. That kid is so cute. He's adorable. What's the actor's name? Did you, did you Jeffrey, know? Jeffrey Self. Self. You just said so, that yeah, yep. he's on. Sorry. So he's a. I was looking up to make sure whether it was Greta or Klaus and Klaus and Greta. That's what I was. Well, what, and what was it? It is Klaus and Greta. We're always but I right, was just Kelsey. going, and I was like, maybe it was wrong on IMDb and like correct on Hulu. I was that I was not <laughs> listening while you guys did that because I was. You're in a deep personal wormhole. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> got it. I love I love this plotline in particular. This kid. so yeah, Jeffrey Self is really. I hadn't seen him anything other than this and Search Party, but Same. he's fabulous. He's so funny on Search mm-hmm. Party, and particularly to play against that ridiculous character of Elliot, it would be very difficult. And he does. He holds his own very beautifully. He really does. It's mm-hmm. it somehow is believable that someone would be with such a absurd character. absurd person. Yeah, dear Lord. So everyone watch Search Party, and you'll know what we're talking about. Now that I can remember the name of it. Search yes, Party. great. <laughs> I'm trying to get everyone to watch it. It's, it's great. Not yeah. always working, but so Liz out. Randy at a New Year's Eve party with his family. Uh, <laughs> Randy's gay. <laughs> just, that would I'd be very traumatizing. For oh, yeah. family parties are the worst. Oh, and I just want, I don't know, I paused it in that little flashback Mm -hmm. the family's reactions are so funny if you pause and just look at all like the extras in the background (laughs) their faces faces, and the grandma just is like just peeking over liz's shoulder and she's like (laughs) total mouth open agape it's incredible i love that stuff oh that's awesome those flashbacks are some of my favorite things about 30 rock because Mm -hmm. they always will punch so much into about three seconds yeah it's incredible what they can i also love how the settings always in the flashbacks seem like they're kind of in like a hotel conference room like they like they all have that like kind of low rent vibe to them and it's for sure I love because it. i'm sure they're like we need to do this and they're like serious like every time it must be like this is three seconds of this episode yep. and they have to build an entire set for the three seconds it's mm-hmm. probably the cheapest work yeah, it's like two show. ferns and some furniture <laughs> and like one and like, that, that like upshot so you don't have to yep. show most of the room <laughs> yep. exactly i always think of the one too where she's like the little girl with the candle falling asleep in the snow and it's so clearly <laughs> one of the sets on um t- like the uh the uh, tgs and they just mm. dumped a bunch of fake snow on it it's <laughs> yeah. so funny to me Oh, goodness. But, yeah, Randy, poor Randy, comes out. Yeah. So he decides to go uh, hang out with his fun uh, cousin Liz in New <laughs> yes. York City, uh, which is a terrible yeah. idea. And just all the little digs about New York. Nope, that's a rapist. Or what? Or that's a serial that's a, killer. That's a serial killer, yeah. <laughs> this nice man, just uh, he'll give me a ride if I load this couch into his van. <laughs> which is a callback, not a callback because it wasn't the show, but a reference to Silence of the Lambs is because that that's how, how Buffalo people? Bill would he asked people to move a, a couch into his van and then he would abduct them. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. I've never watched Lions. So in in my head canon, it was Buffalo Bill on the street trying to get Randy. <laughs> no, Randy, no. Yeah. Sorry, no wonder Randy. she's so nervous. See, I didn't realize that. I'm just like, I mean, maybe she's overreacting. Fair enough. <laughs> she's I like not that a lot. Oh goodness. Um, and then so then what? Liz goes home. Randy's there. He wants to go out. She's like, let's have a competition. See who can fall asleep fastest and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and so she wins. Dear Lord, she's <laughs> the most boring person. We're going to make nachos. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that character of Randy, though, because I love this idea of this young kid who's really excited to finally be gay or like be who he is. Mm-hmm. And then, but then he's like, I'm to be a real homo. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Like, trying to find the, the pure terms. like Midwest naivete. Well, and then, yeah. Exactly. It's really charming. Later on when he's like, stop. So bored. Did I do that right? Yeah, that's super bitchy. bitchy. Yeah, <laughs> like, so good. Like he, he, he's figuring himself out still. Like good for him. And I guess Liz is sort of helping with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit maybe. <laughs> also, I just also love that shot of him with that sailor on the Today Show. <laughs> yeah, first of all, awkward Matt Lauer. I was gonna also. mention. Ooh, yeah, it's not fun to watch that. It is hard. Sandwich that you don't get hungry. But that's a really funny. That's a the really bit is funny so joke. funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. Too. Like you take the big shampoo bottles and you put it in the little shampoo bottles and you put them back. You put the big. <laughs> shampoo bag yeah because <laughs> it is something that he would do like he's just I such know. a ridiculous character but yeah he's gross and i'm glad it must be so strange though to have been like people on three where they would use them as jokes and they'd work with him and then to get all this stuff mm-hmm. there's so many fallen stars between that and brian williams I was gonna say brian williams so yeah it's a really awkward one yeah. too mm, 30 rock the 30 rock curse <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, <laughs> no. It's only happened twice. It's not a curse. It's only happened twice. Well, and then you can go back to, I mean, like Louis C.K. on Parks and Rec. Oh. Right. Just the NBC curse. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. We normally say NBC brand joke. Uh. <laughs> oh. Gross. <laughs> Um, but I also so just as, and to play off like we're talking about with him being like trying to figure out what is it to be gay and then there's the bit where he's like I'm gonna give my fun cousin a makeover yeah which is like such a trite like like gay stereotype and then that's why I love that he shoves her in the well, closet right. I have a cardigan with fluffy buttons I have a cardigan <laughs> I have it's a little crazy yeah <laughs> it's so great I also love the fact that I'm pretty sure she got that haircut in real life. Like, I've been thinking about it because she got that terrible Deal Breakers haircut. Yep. Uh-huh. And then it's just within the show lasting as it slowly grows out. And more and more, I'm like, that's an actual haircut she haircut. got for, for sure. the show. <laughs> that's amazing. Was she in anything else at the time? Like movies or whatever? Uh, I'm pretty sure Date Night was cu- uh, probably filming right before, right after this. Because Date Night is next season, right? Is where they have Sean Levy on with sports shouting? Oh, right. oh, we already had that. On. She already did. Then she already yeah. did date night. Then I don't know. Because that was the big movie I remember she did during 30 Rock. Yeah. Uh, sports shouting. So. Did they do uh, Baby Mama during 30 Rock? Maybe. Almost right before, I think. Okay. Hold up. We're pulling are up we getting up the t- are we in the timeline of <laughs> Tina Fey? <laughs> we, why we don't have this just on the wall already? It's like beyond so me. With that's, like, yep. Cut out like little faces on it. It'd be great. Baby Mama was 08. Okay, so yeah, so it might have been Okay. A little bit before. Um, Elmo and the Book in Years was in 09. Ooh, maybe that's why she got the haircut. The Invention of Lying was 09. Oh, Date that Night that was, was awful. So that was this year. That was, yeah, same. But they would have yeah. filmed in 2009. Oh, fair enough. So what happened? What came out, what came out in 2011? That's what the, you guys were going to tell you. 2011, um, she was in an episode of Phineas and Ferb. Ooh, you so do voice need a haircut. And <laughs> an episode of iCarly. Uh, wait, she was in an episode of iCarly? As Tina Fey. Wow. Did I they just show a America. clip of her? Was that episode. We're going to have to find that and have a whole <laughs> episode dedicated to just that. Yeah, That's very strange. Did she have a child that was the age to be watching those shows no, at I that time? No, I was trying to think, but her kid yeah. was born right before the first season. Her kid would have been like uh-huh. four or five at this point. So maybe Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. And Phineas and Ferb is a great show. It is great. It's a wonderful television show for, for oh, everyone. She was on with Jimmy Fallon. Maybe it was a clip that they used and that they the got the I rights to. I perform sketches on their show that spoof on those late night with Jimmy Fallon. Which the host finds so impressive, they must have he invites them on his show for oh. a live performance. Oh, okay. Very odd. Thanks to, thanks to some of Gibby's usual misfortune, however, <laughs> the cast of oh, both shows almost get in trouble. 
Oh. It's like a screen cap of like Jimmy and Tina. Oh my gosh, yeah. they're really on it together. That's so weird. Wow. So weird. It looked like maybe they were like Skyping though, so maybe they filmed like a little a bit little in thing. New York yeah. and then Exactly. Yeah. What I really hope with Paul Rudd at Mission. Oh yeah, I remember when that was happening. Yeah. Yeah, she it was like a more serious role for her. She was like the admissions yeah, the whatever. Ad, yeah, I just really love it because like when you're in something, they often ask you, oh, "What are your credits?" And I really hope one day she's like, oh, "My credits: uh, Put Down Sisters, Put Down Thirty Rock, uh, SNL, and uh, iCarly." Yeah, definitely <laughs> include the iCarly because um, that would be perfect. So we'll encourage that. We'll try to spread the word. Um, but Randy ends up super cute, and he actually does give her a makeover. I do love that bit though where she's in the closet. She's like, "I understand the irony of the fact yeah. that I am currently trapped in the yeah. closet." Is that Is irony? That not, not really. really. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's so cute. Also, she got out and then just went to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just like headed because I was like, oh, okay, cool. She figured it out. Good for her. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. That would have been a great gag to like in a later episode, just have the closet doors be like totally broken, broken. in the background. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to look for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but then they end up going out later and her makeover, not shabby. No, yeah, pretty also, good. But it also looks like something that a 21 year old man would be like this. Yeah. <laughs> a sparkly dress her like hairs up. Yeah. And, like, kinda, she looks amazing. Yeah. But uh, it cracks me up because she clearly did get a makeover from Yeah. Him. And then her just popping out with James Franco the next day scares the crap out of Randy. And he's like, bye. Oh, that's too much for him. It's, I think it's the pillow <laughs> The bow. pillow, yeah. yeah. But it's not just him holding the pillow. Oh, it's when he goes, goes and, and, and James Franco like makes it move. Yeah. Like, she's like nodding to him. <laughs> I love it. I, I, like, I want to bet very much that Franco brought that to the table. So I yeah. pulled the pillow and then he was like, Kumiko cares. Yeah. <laughs> Kumiko time. Uh, Kumiko time. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, good job Jeffrey Self he was charming in this one uh, yeah like, should we talk about what do you want to talk about um let's talk about uh, Jen and James let's talk about that Jen and James Jen and James oh they my call goodness. us James <laughs> combination of Jenna and James that might be my favorite line it's it really great <laughs> I just think about with a man just like my client if you heard of my client James Franco he's looking for a relationship with a human woman yes yeah. I love um, that I love how she just totally is oblivious to all of those huge red flags and like doesn't even hear all she hears is paparazzi James Franco yes. it's gonna be the best Jamba Juice yeah <laughs> I love Jamba Juice I love the Alex thing or well, Jackson that he's talking to Liz and he's like you need to meet with Franco's uh, manager and Jenner to make sure he doesn't screw her too late yep. what, wait what way did you meet oh, God. <laughs> she's like so proud to say it too so too proud late. oh my goodness um yeah oh, good lord and just Franco in general and again I've already made my statements about how kooky he is but yeah. just like the way he's delivering these lines I like again I, you can just never tell is he actually unhinged or is he playing an unhinged version of himself right. and it's very entertaining to me but he does this so well and he's really willing to make fun of himself um, mm-hmm. I love when he gets to the point where you can tell he's just repeating something that like a therapist told him where he's like objects are made by men and made for many purposes but we never love objects like yeah. it's clearly a mantra he has written somewhere that he's been trying <laughs> to overcome totally so I mean, if we're going to do this, I did Google things, objects people have fallen in love with and married. There's a building because I know that's a that's a that's a, uh, a bit from how I met your mother because Ted knows what the name of it is. Uh, Frick, what's it called? Oh, see, I'm looking at these right now. So I have a list of uh, <laughs> 13 objects people have fallen in love with and gotten married. Man marries steam engine. Um, I mean, the and there's a photo Express? of him. It's a little steam engine. It's like it's like a model steam engine. Oh, it's gross. But he says, <laughs> yeah. Why so big one is yeah. And he says, really? you can reveal yourself to an object partner in an intimate way. 
which oh, is awful. No. Woman Mary, that's my favorite. Woman marries the Berlin Wall. And it says, I Jarita Berliner Mauer surname actually means Berlin Wall. She exchanged vows with the Berlin Wall. I, let's just sit there like, and enjoy. Yeah. Exchange. <laughs> what what she year might have given did she? Vows, 1979. After He's being, shy. It's shy. The wall. It's it. He, I mean, I don't know. But I don't want to assume that maybe she's gay and into the wall. Like, I don't want to uh, assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to assume the, the sexuality wall of the wall. The wall's that's gender a, identity. That's yeah. Podcast yeah. I just don't. I don't want to, like, assume this is super cis. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm well, really playing You know, playing you know the how we would know if I'm really sorry. The wall of the gender would come play if we were not speaking English. Because you know what it was like, L or like, you know what I mean? If we were... We don't do that. It just keeps using they. So they're playing it really safe in this article. They're playing it much smarter than I was right now. (laughs) I'm sorry if anyone's Object is a gender, we'll say. Exactly. (laughs) She exchanged vows with the Berlin Wall in 1979 after being diagnosed with a condition called objectum sexuality. Elijah says she fell in love with it when she saw it on TV at the age of seven. And on her sixth visit, they tied the knot before a handful of guests. They had a wedding. Oh, my God. I would love to go to an object wedding. Someone the crap out of that. (laughs) What would the hashtag be? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What's her name? Tear that wall down. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Berliner Waller. I don't understand it. Isn't there um, a section of the Berlin Wall at Chapman? University? Yes, I've actually. This is my thing. Um, on my twenty, <laughs> no, but this is <laughs> yeah. on my twenty oh, third wow. birthday. I got a little tipsy. Had a, did a shot at the good old Paul's cocktails uh-huh. in orange. Wandered over there with some friends. Jumped across the pond onto it and hugged it. Um, <laughs> I was a little drunk, so maybe I also have objective. Yeah, sexuality. wow. <laughs> Uh, it was Does a she know that the wall was cheating on her with <laughs> you at that <laughs> moment? Damn Man. it, this is like, we got a real narrative going on. Does wow. she like go to the Great Wall of China though and she's like, hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously. I know, he's like, you're, you're standing, cheating. I you, see it. You, <laughs> walked, you walked on another wall? <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Scandalous. Because uh, you can't walk on the Berlin Wall, so maybe. Yeah, what is she doing now? The Berlin Wall got torn down. Does she have like a piece in her living room that she has hugs? I don't know. Guys, Good questions, yeah. I'm going to get some research done. Our next guest will be. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three, uh, Man Marries Woman from Nintendo, which I think is very much uh, what it is. Ooh, Wait. Like a video game? Yeah, or like an avatar? Like an employee of Nintendo. Uh, he went beyond all kinds <laughs> of bizarre all cool. when he married Nini Anagasaki. Uh, Nene happens to be a character from Nintendo's Love Plus. I'm not even saying anything. I don't even know what that means, but basically it's a character he married her. Okay. He was like, I love this animated character. That one makes me more sad for I some know, reason. It's a little yeah. sad. Woman marries roller coaster. Woman marries Eiffel that Tower. Sounds great. Her name is Erica Eiffel. I mean, what else <sighs> would she do? Um, it wasn't until I saw. Okay. Wait, are these somehow legally recognized? I mean, I can't imagine. So they're okay. Like how we need to get into the semantics of the taxes, <laughs> <laughs> like the taxes that the Eiffel Tower has to pay. It must be crazy because right. of property taxes. So she's taking some of that burden. So yeah, you're you look, the look you just <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this that we probably don't need to get uh, into. I'll say this: she says I thought everyone had connection to objects in one way or the other. It wasn't. It really no. wasn't until I saw that they were dating each other and I was dating a bridge that I was different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she is kissing the, the thing. Ooh. Ooh, Ashwaya Rai, the Bollywood actress, participates in a ritual where she marries a tree to overcome an astrological difficulty. Weird. I don't understand that why at all. Why, for some Man reason, marries Barbie marrying dolls. a tree is Gross. less weird than anything Yeah. Else. I don't know why. Because a tree is technically a living, a living thing. thing. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Man marries his own picture. Gross. <laughs> Man marries iBook. Ooh. What? Man marries sex doll. Like, That's not like interesting. Kindle? Yeah. Like the old. No, iBook is the old MacBooks. Mm-hmm. Those, those ones uh, like Elle Woods had in oh Legally Blonde. <laughs> Woman marries high-end stereo. Not just stereo. Okay, good. High She's end. doing well I know, for At herself. least she like, pushed it. British woman going by the name of Emma married her high-end stereo system, which she calls Jake. She married him because she finds him solid, reliable, and beautiful. She repairs him when he goes wrong and makes love to him an average twice a day. What? Emma is a bit of a loner. 
<laughs> I don't think that last sentence was necessary. <laughs> Mary, woman marries slab of granite. Korean man marries pillow. All right. He wears a tux. There's a photo. Do you want to see? Oh, they look very happy. That's just, is there any image on that pillow at all? It's just yeah, a pillow. Yeah, it looks like it has it's eyes. I think it has eyes. Do you think those body pillows, do they wash them ever? Ew, let's not get into this. I like, the part of me says I would hope so, but also if you th- believe that that is. This isn't what we should be focusing on. <laughs> is that uh, like the most traumatizing hour and a half right. of life when you shove them in the washer and shove them in the dryer? Yeah. You're like, I'm so sorry, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which oh, do you ever replace the yeah. cover? Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole thing. You're like, you have like five different covers. Like, oh, she's kind of going through a fat period. Like, she's like, <laughs> interesting. Uh, it's Kamiko summer. Tan. She's wearing a bathing suit. I'm sorry if any of our listeners are offended by this. Offended by I. If I you, have a lot of regrets of things I've already said. But what are we going <laughs> to do? If you believe it, we would love to talk to you because uh, I have many questions. Yeah. No. I'm more interested than anything. Yeah. 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 It's just It's something that we don't understand. And maybe we shouldn't make fun of something we don't understand. But I really don't understand it. Yeah, it's fine. This is fascinating. This it article fascinating. really did it's a lot funny. for me. I was really intrigued by it. But um, so he's in love with this pillow, clearly, but he's trying really hard not to be. So he's dating Jenna. My favorite. He's not really trying hard not to be. He's trying to cover up the fact. Right. That's true. But then you see him finally be like, I just want to be with Kamiko. Yeah. And You're so being such a non-pillow right now. I love Your that. Your hand feels like a pillow. That, put in the I love that line <laughs> so much. <laughs> I really want to know the backstory of of this whole uh, storyline. But um, and again, I wonder how many actors they pitched for this. So like, we get Franco. Right. Like, who are the other actors that could pull off a role like this? Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like this weird nexus of like you have to be oh. sort of like notable, but also, also notably weird. Yeah, willing to play with your image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see Molly's game? Not yet. I know. I'm failing with my movie pass. It's so good because number one's Sorkin, but also Michael Sarah. I heard Michael Sarah's oh, wow. fabulous in yes. it. Yeah. He's so he's, funny. It's Michael Sarah playing Tobey Maguire, basically. Is the that his the his character in the movie, based on everything you read online, it's Tobey Maguire's. In real movie. life. Yeah. Damn. Weird. I'm very excited. I kind of wish this. I'd known that before I saw it. Cause uh, I tried it'll to be more enjoyable it. that way for sure. Yeah. Um, and then where does this go with this whole thing? Oh, basically, uh, I just love Jenna being like, uh, the ice cold diarrhea yeah. <laughs> from all the Java juice. <laughs> it's delightful. In but. the list of things she loves about the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how she responded with like, you get to kiss James Frank. It reminds me of, so in like Sense of Sensibility, Emma Thompson wrote in scenes for her to kiss Hugh Grant because she just wanted to kiss Hugh Grant. <laughs> with the movie. Sure. She's like, so I get to, and then they kiss. And then they kiss again. Like she wrote these <laughs> things in, and I kind of wonder because let's be real, we tease him, but we all love James Franco. I'm always like, was she? Does she? Does she make some requests? Like, what if she turns? What if this character she doesn't just realize, but she realizes when they kiss? You know? Yeah. I just think that's what it's gonna take for Jenna. <laughs> for Jenna. <laughs> so. I also love that when they kiss. He's like, oh, I thought it was a paparazzo, but it's some loser taking a picture of his kid. <laughs> and that uh, Kimiko taught him that the singular of paparazzi is paparazzo. Yeah. That fascinated <laughs> me that the pillow was teaching him something. Yeah, I love his lot. face when he says that. Just like the smug, like self-satisfaction. Like, Kimiko taught me that. Kimiko taught me that. <laughs> um, what was the other? I, and then okay. this kind of wraps up. What yeah, was, there, there was one other storyline. Uh, uh, there's the big storyline we're mm-hmm. talking about. There's two storylines. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Tracy storyline. Yeah, the Tracy yeah. one. Well, we, no, we should just end with it and say that basically. Oh, we already talked about that. Then she breaks up with James and then yeah, Liz sorry. has a connection with him. Yes. That's it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Continue. They're, they're I, I also love the moment where she just surveys the situation and just says, let's do this. Yes. It's such a beautiful. Like, go, yeah, exactly. It feels weirdly empowering. Like, well, yeah, Liz, you get it. What's we're interesting this point. This kind of triggers her because in the in next week's episode, spoilers, she's hooking up with somebody at work. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. we're kind of getting to this point. Liz, it w- again, what I really enjoy about the show as I rewatch it as like a whole entity is how much Liz is on a real trajectory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been fun because Mindy Project just finished and it kind of did a similar thing. But I want to be honest, I really enjoy what they do much more with Liz. Tina had a real clear idea of what she wanted for this character and how she wanted her to grow. And we're kind of in the season. She was really... She was really timid, and then she started. She was dating bad guys, and then she was dating kind of hopeful guys. And now she's kind of in this place where she's like, I just want to do. She's just kind of finding herself. Yeah. And it's just really fun to watch this character grow in comfort with who she is yeah. and in comfort with what she wants. And we see that really come all together by season seven. Definitely. Which is, I just love her in season seven so yeah. much. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> so, anyway, but now we can just touch on Tracy real quick, um, which is. What is the Tracy? Tracy wants to have a baby girl. Oh, yeah. But the story, <laughs> the, the episode starts with the really, really funny Blossom joke. Of oh, my Tracy God. Tracy in the elevator so being like. <laughs> have a Joey Russo button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, my goodness. And also just like how long was he in that elevator? Right. He was just in there and he and said. And this I is been... not the first time he's been stuck in an elevator. Right? He's in <laughs> elevators a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. But so, yeah. So, Tracy. <laughs> He talks about how he got Angie pregnant um, and that if it's a girl, which it's going to be because he yelled Susan B. Anthony mm-hmm. at the moment of conception. Uh, <laughs> and I like how she's like, eh, yep, that yep, works. Liz just accepts it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and then what was the, cause he just love Tracy. Anything works. When they, you're writing a Tracy storyline, yeah, you can do anything. They cancel his flashback to getting Angie pregnant in the elevator in the cold yeah. open. I love that. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and I was going to explain it real good. Chris. Is this the episode where he talked about what her name might be? Oh, no, no, no. That's, sorry. It is. They, no, it is. They it's do, Virginia. yeah. It's because well, he's deciding it's Virginia because then he meets that girl. Okay, that, I just can't remember if it was this episode. Yeah, but that's what, no, they mix up. But then he decided, because then he talks to that stripper in the way he always does. Blah, blah, blah. You get it. You're yeah. butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he talks about how the name is either going to be, what is it, uh, JetNet or something? JetNet. NetJet. Uh, <laughs> what is NetJet? I didn't I, I didn't look I that know. up either. I meant to look it up and I didn't. Um, or the bathroom at the Teterboro Airport, or Virginia. <laughs> and that Virginia's nice. But Tracy realizing all women have dads. Again, I love, I love that. Yeah, it's so sweet, and I love how much this show has such a delightfully feminist under. Like where the female writers are like, and then he realizes every woman has a father <laughs> right. and is a daughter. It's so funny yeah. to me. I love just how kind of like farcical his storyline is, and the way that they shoot it, and how after he realizes that he breaks the fourth wall, and looks right into the camera and says, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> but that's gonna be so fun. Like it's so amazing to me that they created a character where they can do almost anything, and we talked about it. he can always be a really incredible he's like the do sex mock in the show because mm-hmm. you can set up any storyline no matter ridiculous but just having tracy do it you don't have to explain it right it just yeah. works right. so he's like this dream plot device and he gets a dream storyline because you don't have to you can just do anything and mm-hmm. explain it anyway and you can just get there because everyone's like it's tracy yeah how fun is a writer to have a character that way and so smart for them to set it up that way oh it just makes their lives easier because mm-hmm. like i ah, just have tracy be doing a thing and then it all yep. works out it's genius yeah. um Oh, that strip, that that dancer. Yeah. But also from every story I've heard from on set of 30 Rock, it sounds like that's an accurate portrayal of who Tracy was in general. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Oh, man. I just love that interview with Tina Fey and Letterman where she says that he walked up to, he's always talking to dancers, and he walked up to one, he's like, damn, girl, you, you look like you could be married to one of the San Diego Padres. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just such a great line. It's just such a, like, you're always wondering how self-aware he is. And right, like, right. Is that a weird, like, complicated bit that he's doing it's of himself? A, it's I, a it's lot like incredible. 
James Franco. Franco. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and Tracy's last show, uh, last scene in this episode mm-hmm. is him with his whole entourage. And Grizz, when was the last time you told your fiance you loved her? Since the phone call, I interrupted to make this announcement. <laughs> Kenneth, your hair is disrespectful to lesbians. In dot com, do you ever read books by women as he's reading a George Eliot book? But George Eliot <laughs> is, is a, a woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dot com. <laughs> Dear Lord, I love that that the uh, the Rosenberg the the Washington Post thing was just like and nothing bad could ever happen to Grizzard.com. Yeah, we agree. Thank God, <laughs> let them live in harmony forever. Um, and then we should talk about Jack. Yes, um, I love Jack. Again, we see Jack's relationship with Bob Ballard. Yes, I all I I have met Bob Ballard when I was a young boy. How have you met Bob Ballard? He so he's the man who found the Titanic. If Uh anyone doesn't know, Mm. and he came through my town growing up to give just like a presentation or a speech or whatever. And my dad worked for the local newspaper, who were a sponsor, and they did like a sponsor gala thing beforehand. And I was like seven or eight years old at this point, and so I drew on just a piece of computer paper (laughs) with like colored pencils a scene of the Titanic sinking with like the iceberg and like people in the water and like like Dear little Lord. boats and I got that piece of paper signed by Bob <laughs> I think it's probably in like my parents garage Why somewhere I don't know right but what it was such a dumb thing <laughs> uh, if your parents so find sweet. a picture that picture and send you a picture and you send it to us we will post it on okay so yeah try to find I'll, it I'll ask him it. yeah that's this is they how lucky are we that we had you on a Bob Ballard episode it will have you back for the other Bob Ballard I was gonna say he comes back later yeah he does um I remember looking and being like, is that the real? I, it's cause not. I watched this. No, it's not. I had no idea. I didn't know if Bob Ballard was real. I <laughs> did. I was looking it up yesterday. I'm like, Bob Ballard. I'm like, do I only know that because of Third Rock? When I also thought, because Bob Ballard comes up when, what's it, when uh, Kylie, Kay, Kaylee, Kylie. Who's Kaylee. Kaylee. Mm-hmm. When His Kaylee nemesis. shows up later, and I wrote, I wrote, oh, Chloe's here. Like Chloe Moretz Grace or whoever the heck. And then I realized, oh, that doesn't happen yet. Right. But I just knew that Bob Ballard and, and what's her face went together. Not yet. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's so cool you've met Bob Ballard. Amazing. <laughs> Did you say anything like, good job, kid? I think he just kind of, you know, yeah, took it all in for a second and was like, wow, great drawing. You know, <laughs> just, he was very, very nice. I very just kind. imagine. OK, have you seen uh, Clive the Chance of Meatballs? I haven't. OK, it's a great movie. It's a great stay with me. But Bill Hader's character, mm-hmm. he's an adult scientist, but they have him as a child with his inventions. And they literally just like shrunk him and like increased his eye size by five times. And that's baby <laughs> Bill Hader's character. And that's what I imagine you just like eyes. And you're just standing there. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're so cute. And I like just like it's so cute. Yeah. So. I must have been like because it was after the movie came mm-hmm. out which was why every, why it was which such was a big what, deal 97 i think the movie came out yes you have been like seven or eight i would have been like eight you're yeah like eight or kid, nine little kid. yeah adorable little kid and every people brought like po- thing real like collector's item things for him to sign and i just had like a crumpled piece <laughs> of computer paper <laughs> oh man that's amazing <laughs> yeah um uh, so the storyline is so ridiculous because Jack, this Phoenician wine, I love that they were like, how do we get him to do something dumb? I know, pho- ancient Phoenician wine. Yeah. But as he calls her and he leaves an embarrassing message that he doesn't remember, he just knows he was drunk. And I like Liz being like, I could tell you, I've left a lot of drug messages. It's not cute. And then Sri being like, it's not cute even when it's Liz. Yeah. <laughs> and Liz just be like, Mm-mm. like, sorry. Exactly. I know. I love the, the exterior lives there. It's so great. Liz is just a delightful hot mess. It's so okay <laughs> with it. Which I, I know. love. <laughs> yeah, clearly the messages must not have been too salacious or anything. Sri is not. 
scandalized. Well, by we it. seen Liz leave a drunk a message before when she was trying to win over that apartment board. Oh, yeah. Her calling them while she's <laughs> drinking on the treadmill. <laughs> I love it very much. Um, but yeah, so the whole thing is he's trying to break into Nancy's place to take away the message. Yes. And he's testing. Jonathan has a terrible episode. Oh my episode. God. He just gets, yeah, it's so funny. I he's wrote so every moment for, down. I rarely feel bad for Jonathan. I feel like. And I, I met like, my oh. birth parents. Yep. I know. Thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, poor Jonathan. Poor Jonathan. Well, and this is right after we're in the last episode, in the Secret Santa episode, we learned that Jack got Jonathan's sister out of North Korea. like, <laughs> right. Which is so weird because he, then later Jack has a trouble getting other people out of North I, Korea. Right. So I was like, that, yeah. huh, intriguing. intriguing. <laughs> but I, Kenneth is just so perfect. This is one of my, this is a great Kenneth episode. I love mm-hmm. Kenneth Jack like pairings. Yeah. I love when they have their own plot. They're so good together. They're such great foils for each mm-hmm. other. Uh, Cause obviously they're very similar. We see that coming when, when uh, Kenneth kind of comes up into power, but they're so different. Mm-hmm. Did you, um, Sari, when she looks at what's his face, Jack's phone's like, Oh no, you just left a message. You hit pound. I tested that last night. How did it work? And it worked. I was, I'm house sitting for my parents right now and they still have a house phone. So I called the house phone and then when it first rings, you hit pound and it goes straight to leaving a message. Wow. Yep. Wow. Okay. I didn't know before. I didn't know this at all. Nope. Now that we know this, we can never use it because who has landlines anymore? <laughs> just Kel- we're just going to use it just on Kelsey's phone. Right. Yeah. 714. <laughs> I also Whoa. love, I know this isn't the first mention of you face, but I just love like how they perfectly tailored the language of that to make yes. everyone feel like an out of touch middle-aged person. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you have no choice but to not understand really what's happening. I you love face. that. What are you facing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so dope. No, they a hundred percent do it all the weird, like what, what is it? He, she finger. You bang, yeah. You he, like the, the, did you bang bang? I, I'm like finger bang. Uh, no, that's not it. <laughs> that's <Ooh>. not it. <laughs> Kimmy, bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, in like the last episode, they're like, I'll check your face vault to see her previous bing bings yeah <laughs> i love how much they use Suri in this too like Suri just becomes yeah. a resident young oh, person yeah finger, finger, finger tagging. tagging i wasn't that far off <laughs> 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 nick disagrees <laughs> nick disagrees but um i just so enjoy all those different like yeah Suri coming in and always like explaining it to them like she mm-hmm. gets a lot because there's a lot of episodes where you don't get any Suri. yeah gotta write yeah. it into a lot of this one which was fun yeah, I liked it. But I think my favorite part is every time Kenneth, I'm sorry, I'm spitting, I'm so happy. <laughs> Kenneth is on the computer and he keeps taking photos. Picture he sets it as the desktop image, he emails it to address. He to the entire address book. That yeah. was very, I was, I wrote him, that was very smart of him. As soon as he saw it was in the process of sending, he unplugged the computer. Yeah. That's like, airplane mode is right. what that is right that, now. that is the other <laughs> moment that I remember my dad laughing so hard at because every old person <laughs> yeah. relates to it <laughs> oh give me a minute guys <laughs> I love how they made the photos like such ugly face photos of them too. Uh, totally. <laughs> I loved it. It's also his horror. It's his deep horror. It's like, oh, I got the both of us. <laughs> like his voice is so high and upset. I don't know why that tickles me so hard. Yeah. Also, my one time I've seen Jack McBrayer is when he's doing the Facebook improv show. So it all comes together. Sure. You know? Um, I also God, love I how love so when they first walk into the house, well, I guess that we're jumping a little bit ahead, but when they walk into the house, mm-hmm. um, it's like a big deal that oh he does they don't have an answering machine they have a voicemail right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was only different. eight years ago <laughs> I, don't, I legit didn't, I didn't either think and I was difference. Like, oh, I'm like I feel like I've only ever needed a code for myself yeah not for well an answering machine just would have been like the literal the machine tape. with a tape yeah <laughs> which yeah. <laughs> so I have the giggles it's just so funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, this whole thing. And then Jack just, uh, first of all, Jack's cat burglar costume. The look, oh yeah. He looks like Cary Grant to Catch a Thief, which yeah. is delightful. <laughs> but I think my favorite moment from this entire episode is, oh, this episode's so good. There's so many it things. Is. It's yeah. that bit where he's listening to the voicemail and then like he's doing, and you see just like suave, drunk Jack giving this voicemail. And then it cuts to Jack listening and then you just hear him hearing... It says so much about Alc Baldwin's performance that they just film his face responding yeah. to this probably 30 to 40 uh-huh. second thing. And there's a bit where he's like, well, you, Jack, are you coming? It's like, get in the hot tub. Bob, don't let him take their tops off. Yeah. Put their tops back on. Put, put yeah. their tops back on. Yeah. And you just, that's it. That's very different. Um, <laughs> don't let them. <laughs> so protective. Um, no, and just him like breaking. He's so deep. And then him breaking to look at Kenneth and going back to deep yep. again is such a delight. The reaction me. shots. There's another one back to Suri and you face where he describes uh, Nancy's on vacation at the beach and he's like oh beach sex it's the third best oh, kind yeah, of sex after elevator and white house uh-huh. and then it cuts to Suri and she's like hmm like, <laughs> <I get that. laughs> good list yeah <laughs> oh like, my check. god <laughs> elevator and white, white house. house what if it's and a white house uh, elevator Ooh. maybe and okay. I love that it's plausible just with his persona but also in what we've seen previously in the show that he could have had the oh, White, House sex. Yeah. Yeah. White House sex Condi. incredible I know him and Condi yeah. <laughs> well we don't know where that meeting took place with the gay bomb either so maybe oh, that was underneath the White House that's true so he's probably actually had a lot of White House yeah. sex happening <laughs> Jack um, I wrote when they were looking when um, I didn't see him walking I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I have, my, I have roommates. You do. It's and fine. they're lovely. They're people. They're very nice. And they're allowed. They can use all the space. Absolutely. I, I just did not see. <laughs> so the noise was yeah. <laughs> giant. I'm like, oh, it's, never mind. Anyway. Right. Like White House sex. <laughs> 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 scary. So I, I did love that when um, Jack is like, oh, Nancy's so organized. And he's looking at her calendar. Like, I can that appreciate brought you joy, I'm sure. an organized calendar. I thought about that too. My Google calendar is yeah. to the minute. But it very very much bothered me that her calendar did not have their return flights on there only their departure it flights. did have the return flights on no, there it did not i thought i saw it you would have paused though i wouldn't have. i paused and took a picture <laughs> that's fair oh, it no. just had their leaving flights it this is i know not to argue too hard with kelsey because i'm like mm, you looked at it more than i yeah did. i took a picture i promise maybe the return flights were in the next month it's a long <laughs> long vacation it's a long vacation get away from boston in the winter i mean I'm yeah like, fair, right. fair enough cold right now those poor people but one of them was going to cincinnati right Ugh. yeah <laughs> is that really any no. better than boston? who really won <laughs> who really won i do love the whole joke where kenneth is like did you not learn your nation's airport codes in, <laughs> in high, high school, school yeah <laughs> the Kenneth's crazy stone mountain high school oh, i goodness. would watch you know how there's like young shelton or what i would watch a young, young kenneth. Kenneth, but right? how far back in history would you have to go to get oh young my kenneth oh. it's like doctor who yeah. I know. <laughs> Oh my god, that is exactly Guys, what I want. This is the best thing we've ever. A Doctor I'm Who. Write this back he just, he and just travels go in like the Thirty Rock belt in like the elevator. Like that's how he gets from. <laughs> that is so oh, good. Oh my goodness, that's so Young funny. Kenneth. I, mean, I would get a yeah. lot of jokes about that in the next episode. I mm-hmm. bet there was just like two writers who were really obsessed with like the idea that Kenneth's always been like been yeah, around. Yeah. And so th- and whenever they got an episode, they were like four jokes about it. Like, yeah, done. It makes me want to <laughs> become like a prominent director and just insert. Uh, Jack McBrayer oh into the background God. of every single movie yes. and credit him as Kenneth Parcell. Well, have you seen those Daniel Radcliffe photos where they like find a lot of people in history who look like Daniel Radcliffe? It's yeah, like Daniel Radcliffe there's the, and Catholic? like uh, there's one with Nicolas Cage and mm. Keanu Reeves too. Oh, Keanu. Yeah, dear Lord, it's so good. <laughs> I think we, other than the fact that we realize that uh, Nancy actually likes him because her passcode for the voicemail that Jack figures out is Klaus, mm-hmm. and, and it's not just like regular text; it's T nine, is what right. that is. <laughs> yeah, I love tonight texting. Pretty intense. So for you old people, young people out there who don't know what that is, when you just have to send text messages using the numbers on your phone, <laughs> gross. I got so good at 
not looking at my phone while Dude. using that the That's TTL or whatever. That was my like most terrifying terrifying <laughs> of like going to a BlackBerry and then to an iPhone was a BlackBerry you have a full keyboard to work with mm-hmm. and the iPhone you can't tell where your fingers are at like yeah. I'm like, but I guess I stopped when I got out of high school and was like hiding under my desk. I was going to say, how am I going to text in class? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I can text on my desk at work. Thank right. you very much. <laughs> I'm an adult. Right. <laughs> That's everything I had. Is it time for our favorite lines? Um, oh, my I God. I think so. Let me see. Because <laughs> I, I had like one. Th- hang on. There's a couple of Frank hats. Oh, go through the Frank Oh, hats. yeah. We've got, maybe there's just one in this episode. No, th- so there's, uh, he wears a red hat with red letters on it and it says one tone. <laughs> And then he has another hat on that says, I tried. <laughs> I think so he just has the two for this one. Um, yeah. I did love the in, on the Kenneth Jack storyline where he's like, the sun is up and God can see us yes. now. <laughs> I did. I really did too because then I was like, okay, so then are we supposed to think that Kenneth is allowed to sin at night? Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, Ooh, he's he only on worried. He Mr. Rogers sweater at night. Yeah. His, uh, his right. getting crazy sweater. <laughs> Oh, I also love the the test between him and Jonathan to yes with the who's hanger. gonna with the hanger and like clearly Kenneth has done this before like he takes his jacket <laughs> off he's so calm and collected and he just slides it down Ooh. his lithe so little body I know Jonathan is smaller and gets so tangled that's the second Jonathan sad moment because oh. then he says you disgust me as oh. they <laughs> walk off and, and he's tangled in the hanger exactly and then the third one is when Kenneth offers something else I forget what he offers in the end but he comes and offers some advice and then he looks at Jonathan why can't you be more like Kenneth oh yeah. Well, he, when I, he realizes the class code. To, yes. yeah. I have to play it cool. You should buy a leather jacket. Yeah. That was my favorite <laughs> line. Yep. Oh, right. oh, same, same. You should buy a leather jacket. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny to me. Um, also, then when Kenneth goes through the doggy door, he has to unhinge his pelvis and oh, take his pants off. That happens. <laughs> I like that Jack turns around to give him the privacy uh-huh. to unhinge yeah. his pelvis. There was um, a goof on i think on imdb it said that when he was coming in and putting on his pants he didn't have a belt but when he was leaving he had to undo a belt oh mm. unacceptable right mm. come on y'all um i think my favorite line was actually in the um the randy storyline where he's like do you know what's like to be gay in like methenburg pennsylvania but he says the local tv station edited will and grace down so much it was just called karen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good that's so funny. Oh, man. Did you have a favorite? I have so many favorites. <laughs> uh, I love when Tracy announces that Angie is pregnant and he says, and it gets better. I just had a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really like it. He's like, it's like the Da Vinci Code. I'll buy no monk. Which that's yeah. just a mirror. Okay. Kenneth reading the Da Vinci Code does not make any sense. Okay. Well, you, you have to understand there's a, you have to understand that to the rest of the world who w- would have written this, um, Da Vinci Code wasn't bad christianity it's only mm. christians who thought it was bad but kenneth i has pretty much been betrayed as a christian yes but the people writing kenneth would oh, not have any idea sure. that christians the writer like the Vinci code. Enough. okay fair they enough, would fair think enough. oh this has christian stuff in it christians like this yeah, fair when enough. they didn't realize it was the dumbest controversy that's ever yeah. happened to the church <laughs> and i literally got in so many fights in high school because people were so upset by it you're like it's okay it's just a book it's a dumb right. book that's did not you read right. harry potter <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> so your point is fair yeah, but, yeah. but no, that um, makes sense that's that real inside sense. baseball kelsey right. i feel yeah. like they they've colored his like weird religious practices with enough uh i don't know yeah, yeah. reverend gary i feel like wouldn't be too bothered sure yeah reverend gary i would like <laughs> it would it would have made sense if suddenly they had adopted the da vinci code as their biblical text yeah like, <laughs> okay yeah the modern writing checks out yeah oh my gosh um those are pretty much that was all my stuff. Oh, okay. One more bit I liked. I really enjoyed when he's like in German class when he would have assort the students. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Israeli police took him away. 
<laughs> it cracks me up so hard. The German jokes on the show are so good. Um, I beg of you as an IT person, don't write your passwords down on paper, especially in the vicinity of what you need to use to type it on. Because like she types her voicemail passcode there, which I get voicemail isn't quite as secure, but I can't tell you how many times I go to somebody's desk at work. I'm like, okay, well, type in your password, and they point to a sticky note on their screen. I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> oh, it's Very a, common in an office. Time. Yep. It's because they make me change it so much, I forget. Okay, do you want to know the secret to this? Like 100, no. This, no, 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 hang on. This is 100% what I tell people. Come up with a word. Like, oh, let's say your, your word is, I don't know, Valentine's or something like that. Mm. Valentine's, give it a capital V because you always have the capital because there's a chance you have issues. And then at the end, just have a number and just change the number every time you have to change your password. So the word's never going to change. And so you're, and, or you could do what I know some people do where they make, there'd be four numbers at the end and they'll do the month and the year. So if it was like Valentine's 0118 and because you have to change your password normally every 90 days, mm-hmm. you'll just do 02 or you'll, you'll end up doing 04 for the next time. But if you can't remember, it's always going to be one of the previous three months. Uh, okay. And then just to be ahead of, because some things it's like you need special characters, add an exclamation mark at the end. Done. Yep. Okay. I'm telling you. <laughs> I give that. I'm like, I tell everybody. I just like, want to be hacked. I have no secrets. <laughs> yeah. I have kind of just given in to the future. Yeah. We're all, everything We're all is open. Hacked. We're all yeah. just going to know. I, I just, also I watched the circle with um, Emma Watson. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh. But <laughs> that's a whole thing in it where it's just like all transparency. Everyone. Also, if Jenna were, mo- if they kept 30 Rock going, she look when they had that hack that took all those actresses' oh photos, gosh. Jenna would have been like trying to get hers yep, in there. Yep, absolutely. That would have been a huge storyline. <laughs> Why aren't they putting my pictures up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they take mine? Mine was in that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. But Like reminiscent of the stalker storylines. Yes. Of, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I'm just finding so many things. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love when uh, Kenneth types Nancy's secrets in, and he's like, <laughs> that joke of like, do you have any idea what pops up? And you're like supposed to think it's porn or something. Uh-huh. And he goes, wig, extension. yeah, wig, wig extensions. <laughs> it's so funny. This is just Kenneth got the for me the my favorite yeah. lines in this episode. Other than yeah, no, this is my favorite line. But I have to play it cool. Pile of the jacket. <laughs> oh God, guys, love this episode. Good job, James Franco. Love you, dude. So um, good. Oh my goodness, this is definitely. I'm giving this um, ten out of ten Phoenician wines. Oh, are we rating? Oh, I just like doing that because <laughs> it upsets yeah. you. No, every now and then I do it because Kelsey hates rating things. So I do it just, just and it just makes her heart. Every TV show podcast does the rating sure. things. Like, well, and like you love 30 Rock so much. Every episode's a 10 out of 10. 30 out of 30. Really? Like yeah. if we were to do the rating, it would 100% have to be out of 30. Is the uh, thing. Oh, 100. <laughs> <laughs> like it would just have to. All right, 30 out of 30 Phoenician wine caskets that make everyone yeah. vomit in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, cool. Any other thoughts, guys? I think we covered it. So, did you have any other lines you loved? Anything no, I mean, I have so I frantically <laughs> took notes and you did great, yeah. dude. I'm just like really impressed. I think we covered almost everything. We did. We talked a lot about this. Week. It's great. <laughs> um, Nick, is there? Uh, do you have anything we usually let people plug if they want or not? You can also plug something else that you like if you don't have anything personal you want to plug. I do that a lot. I've been, um, you maybe have time. I don't know if you guys watched this, The Good Place. Oh, gosh, it's uh, yes. so good. I fully caught up over break, and I love that show so much. I love so where much. the season's been going. Mm-hmm. I watched the first, the new episode this morning, actually. I'm going to watch it today. Oh, a new episode came out? Came out this week, yeah. Oh, shoot. I got to catch up. Mm-hmm. And it got picked up for season three, so. Oh, that's amazing. I'm very excited about it. I mean, what a cast. Like, Ted Danson is yes. television royalty. He's so, He's so good. Too. Yeah. He's so good. Darcy Carden. I know. I love. So yeah, I love seeing her on TV after seeing her do Ass Cats here for so long. She's so funny. 
She's so good on that show. So Kristen Bell's delightful. I mean, Mike Schur is just, yeah, he's, he's a genius. He's the absolute best. No, the show's amazing. I really, really enjoy it. Before um, it ever, ever came out, and like I didn't, I obviously didn't watch it until this break. I was at some like producing conference thing through my work at Universal a lot, mm-hmm. and they took us around to the studios yes. and they let us walk on, and I walked on to the Good Place oh, set. And you gotta see all those restaurants. But I didn't, yeah, well, uh, I didn't see the restaurants because it was like in a in a stage and it was um, her house and like Aww, her Icelandic yeah. minimalism yeah, yeah. so With funny clowns. yeah and um, like some like ornate rooms for like the like palatial estate um, and now that I've seen it I'm like oh my god I got to go on set that's so <laughs> exciting at the time I was like mm, cool that's a pretty room yeah um, I would recommend The Good Place for sure. That's a great plug. Yes. I'm so glad. And uh, any social media you want people to find you at or no? Do you want to remain aloof? Uh, I mean, it's fine if they want to. I'm not that active on social media. Um, You're not now that I think about it. I take photos for the Hot Tub comedy show with our friend Catherine, who has also mm-hmm. been on this podcast. Yes, she has. Um, so Your photos are gorgeous. You do great. We both do great. They're just great photos, and it's a great no, show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You both. Do, you're so nice. You immediately like we both do. Yeah. No, but you you both do amazing photos. Such and the show is so good. Um, the show is so good. It's incredible. Yeah. Every Monday, if you're in Los Angeles, go to the Virgil. It's great. It's a great show. Um, if you want to see some comedy photos, you can look at my Instagram at Nick Gast. I think. Yeah, they're great photos. Um, and just hot tub in general. Just Check it out. It's great. Got a hot tub. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks Kelsey. for having Thank me. You. It was a delight. This was fun. And we'll have you on again. So With Loretta, Loretta. We'll keep bringing Loretta Yeah, keep bringing Loretta back, please. Yeah. Right. Cool. We'll keep doing that. I, I know we're joking, but I'm very set on doing it. It's so funny to me. Uh, but Loretta, stop listening there and then come back yeah. right now. <laughs> we're not plotting anything. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me places at Redheaded Blonde on Twitter and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimmy, people can find you places as well. At Kimchi Lucas everywhere. Also, a uh, new show at Nerd Melt. Did you hear about this? I did. I'm very excited. I know, I'm very for excited. It. So, the Nerd Melt has uh, normally the Wednesday night slots, like a big slot for us, but it's an empty for a bit after uh, Rabbit Hole with Jay and Rory ended. Mm-hmm. And we finally just filled it up. It's going to be Women Crush Wednesdays with Marcella Arguello. Oh, cool. Uh, it's going to everyone's It's going to be, I think, all or mainly. I think it's all. I hope it's all. Ups. Yeah. That's awesome. Very excited That's about good. it. So I'll be working that. A former guest, uh, Loretta, will be working that. A bunch mm-hmm. of us will be working. So come see the show. It's a new awesome. Wednesday night lineup. Starts I'm, on the 10th. Yeah. I think it's a, Yeah, I don't yeah. Know when I this think it podcast comes out. So it came out. It started last Wednesday. No. Oh, yeah. Last Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's starting and it's going every Wednesday. So come check it out. It's going to be fun. That's all I got. Kelsey, lead us in our own other plugs. Um, sorry, you know, so I just I just got an email about church, and I thought you were saying lead us in prayer, and I was like, is that how we? We're gonna close out with a prayer. <laughs> now, Lord, bless this thirty rock. Thank you for the joy it has brought us. Um, you can find our, amazing how quickly your brain can just like other side. Um, you can find our podcast places. Thank you at Talk Thirty Rock to me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow um, us. We have fun. Yeah, follow Kelsey us. Kelsey will be the one to respond to you, and Kelsey yeah, will scary. respond to you. Every now and then, I, I do. Will. Usually, I, li- I just like it after Kelsey's already responded. <laughs> yeah, to like you. oh, good idea. <laughs> um, yeah. So follow us all those places. Interact with us. We have a lot of fun with that. Leave us some reviews. It'd be cool if you guys left us some five star reviews because Kelsey's really feeling. I really <laughs> want to get us back up to our five because that makes me really sad. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just kidding. It is. So <laughs> <laughs> leave us reviews. Follow us. Listen to us. I'm good, guys. And tell your friends about us. 
but not that I'm aggressively asking for reviews. We'll send you stickers. Kelsey's like, just love me. Just love <laughs> me. Please. That's my resolution of the year. New, res- New Year's. My resolution is for other people to love me. Is that your... <laughs> yeah. Also, even if you didn't give a five-star review, if you're like, I don't like this podcast, it's a two, but you still want a sticker, we will still send you a sticker. Yeah. Kelsey won't be happy about it, but I'll do it. I I'm might just draw that. a little sad face on it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, guys. We're not. My hand is all sweaty. I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're done. I think we're done. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We'll be back next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.